Welcome back to the Midday Reset. My name is Antoinette, and today I want to talk to you about guilt and shame. Did you just get chills when I said that? Did your stomach drop? Yeah, I totally get it. Guilt is that ugly, dreadful feeling that looms over you when you know you did something bad. Cheating, lying, stealing, all of those. When you are cognizant of the act, because let's face it, sometimes it can be unintentional at first, and then once you realize what's happening, you change your actions. But when you are cognizant of what you're doing, the cheating, the lying, the stealing, and you proceed with life as usual, guilt is the feeling that sits with you and it doesn't feel good. Imagine the angel on one shoulder and the pitchfork demon on the other. Following the demon will lead to the guilt. Psychology Today defines guilt as a feeling of responsibility or remorse for some wrongdoing. Shame, on the other hand, is dreadful and a downer, but it originates in our consciousness. Guilt may be a feeling, but shame is a belief. Brene Brown defines shame as the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging. I think we all tango with shame and guilt at varying times, sometimes even in causation of one another. If we feel that we failed at something, we might feel guilty for not giving our best effort. But shame may kick in to tell us that we will always fail because we are just simply not that smart. We're not good enough. We're not capable enough. Whatever the ugly, untrue reason is that we populate that blank space with. It sucks. I've been there. You have too, I'm sure. And it's crippling. But what's got me spinning is the effect that all of the social media and internet policing has done with regard to shame and guilt. Someone rises to fame and popularity by going viral and the world loves them for a brief moment, then here come the tweets from seven years ago that show them in a different light and suddenly the world is thrusting shame onto this person for ever having made a racist comment, ever having had a narrow point of view on a topic, or ever having spoken up in defense of something they believed in at the time. It's okay to change, and I covered that in an episode titled, It's Okay to Change. I mean, I'd rather not learn about someone's closeted racism or juvenile vulgarity, but the world we live in includes Twitter, which is basically a running record of everyone's outrageous thoughts. Yet nobody, nobody, not you, not me, not the guy next to you who you're sharing this podcast with because you love it, wink, wink, (laughs) nobody is without faults. Everyone has popped off and said something small-minded and ugly at some point or another. All of us have gone through phases. The person you are today in 2020 is probably different from the person you were in 2010 or 2000. If it's not, I challenge you to give growth a try, and you can't do that from within your comfort bubble. The point is, I don't know why we've taken to weaponizing shame and guilt so much when those can easily be turned on any one of us. But you know how you can disarm it? By turning inward and embracing your faults and shortcomings. It's amazing how when people try to shame you, you can easily deflate their hate balloons by simply owning what you are. And that is one of the overall goals that I have with this podcast is to help others learn to accept and love themselves the way that I have, despite having crippling anxiety and self-esteem issues. And one of the biggest steps I took toward fighting back my anxiety was to simply say, you know what? Maybe I'm not a morning person. That's okay. I'll work harder during the day and evenings to make up for it. 
Yeah, I pop off at the mouth sometimes, and it's certainly gotten me in trouble, but now I focus that in a better direction by speaking up for causes that are worth it and discarding all of the meaningless, petty fighting that I used to do just for the sake of fighting. I've had people try to make me feel shame because my skin is dark, because my husband is not the same race as I am, because I'm a career nerd, because I don't want to beat my kids senselessly in order to discipline them, because I don't make as much money as someone else does, and on and on and on. And I own all of that. I love my dark skin. I love my husband so much because of what he is to me, not because of what he looks like. Okay, maybe his looks played a small part. <laughs> but I love that I'm a nerd because it means I know how to research the heck out of something before jumping in. I love that I have found a way to parent where my kids are happy and well-behaved because I wasn't given the option to be both as a child. And I love that I don't need to define my worth by the numbers on my paycheck. Once I say that, the heckling stops, people shut up, and I get back to lighting up my corner of the world. After all, I don't have much time here, so I gotta make the most of it. And being happy helps me to do that. And it's my wish that those of you listening to this podcast will be inspired to find that strength in yourself in some way. It's amazing to live free, and the greatest freedom I've found is in embracing exactly who and what I am. Be sure to check out the new middayreset.com. It's my shiny new website, and I kind of love it. And if you love it, be sure to also give our sponsors Blue Litmus a peek because they can build you a beautiful website too. At MiddayReset.com, you can listen to podcast episodes, you can get in touch with me, you can browse our shop, you can contribute to the Reset, and you can join our mailing list. As always, it's been fun chatting with you. Take care, my friends, and I will see you next time.